0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countryman feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy.
1: Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 218. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two.
2: Hello, how are you? Good. i it
0: going up there.
1: Well, we uh, seem to have a bit of summer today, finally. Yeah, we've had a lot of rain. Cool temperatures and rain. Ugly summer so far.
2: That's sad because you guys have now had two in a row, right?
1: Yeah, this is the second year that uh, we really didn't get a summer now. So. Yeah,
2: that would be bumming out. I hope everybody up there is taking their vitamin D. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, we probably need to take it all the time <laughs> here on the West Coast for sure in the Pacific Northwest. So it, it's it been rainforesty. I had a photo shoot on Sunday, got totally soaked to the skin. Not
0: oh fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh,
2: my
0: gosh. Tell, tell up whoever it is to quit doing those rain dances.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: okay we are talking about an obsessive compulsive nation now this um in our our new show his and hers we're going to be talking obsessive compulsive this week and as i was doing the research i started realizing that we have become an obsessive compulsive nation right yeah and you know obsessive compulsive has to do with obsessive thoughts that bring about compulsions.
1: And we're seeing it all over social media.
2: What exactly. a war ground. And, exactly. And these are unlikely and imagined fearful thoughts. Right. Now, when you're talking about a nation, you're talking about group thoughts. Right. So that makes it a very, very powerful problem. Um, yeah, that some might
1: take advantage for, of, I should say.
2: Exactly, and it's something that our forefathers feared. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't exactly call it obsessive compulsive. Let's face it, but they 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 did talk a lot about groupthink. Groupthink is never a good thing. For some right. reason, it just never works out great, you know. And um, you know what I always think about, and I, I, I know the hammer will remember this. Remember the Who concert where they yeah. trampled each other to yeah. death and killed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. How you just get this group mentality going right and this sink or swim kind of attitude and um, all hell breaks loose yeah um, so right now we need to adopt a zero tolerance attitude remember back when we first had gun violence and um, threats to our schools right and we said, okay, we're gonna tolerate zero. You make any kind of threat, you're out of the school.
1: Right, exactly.
2: You know, we're not even gonna ask questions. Why don't we do that everywhere? About everything we're uncomfortable about. We cannot shut down police departments, we cannot shut down the country for a 1% problem. And when I say 1%, I'm not talking about the elite, necessarily, I'm talking about the 1% that is causing the problem. Right. Whether it be sexual harassment, race, COVID-19, the environment, immigration, religion, and cultural difference. How about meat and dairy products? I mean, they're really bothering a lot of people right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But not uh... because
2: they really bother a lot of people. I mean, I'm one of those people that can't eat dairy products without taking pills and stuff. But really, I'm in the 1%.
3: Right.
1: But the you, world you,
2: does not need to change for me.
1: But you don't care if anybody else has dairy. No, I don't mind at all. Where the problem today is that uh, those, they think that everybody should be like, exactly like them and think like them, and they they don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion coming out of your mouth.
2: Exactly, and it's, it's ridiculous, and as I said before, it, these are unlikely imagined fearful thoughts. Right. What do you have to say, Hammer?
0: You know, it's just like this mob mentality. It, it, it spreads like wildfire. And all I can think about is I feel sorry for the Wendy's. Why are Wendy's the ones that keep getting burned down? Right. You know? I don't
2: know. Where's the it's baby?
0: always Wendy's. I guess because they're always in kind of, the, you know, that maybe the, the lower income people, um, People eat their Neighborhood. Neighborhood. Oh, but, they're
2: just there? Oh.
0: Yeah, they just happen to be the ones that get burned every time. That's the ones they torch. But, okay, so you're upset, so therefore, let's go burn down a store. Or let's go loot a store. I This mentality of the mob, that it's okay to do that.
2: Well, isn't that kind of like you have a headache, so you're going to cut off your right arm?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That fixes I mean, it really, <laughs>
2: isn't that the same thing? I yeah. need to fix my headache, so I'm going to cut my arm off.
1: They're c- creating a bigger problem.
2: Exactly. And, and all of this is kind of over-imagined, fearful thoughts. Now, there are no doubt cops have killed people right. over race. There is no doubt that's happened. And there is no doubt they should be fun- punished. But what about our justice system? I mean, do do people just feel like it doesn't work? Well, they, I, I think so. If they,
0: if as we kind of talked about last week, if the they had already had the trial, if all the evidence had come out, if all this, and you've got videos. I mean, let's face it: the things that have happened now, it's, nowadays, you can't hide anything. Right. So. If there had been an injustice decision, I'm not saying that it would be all right for all this, but you could at least think that that's why it happened. But none of this has happened. They've locked <laughs> them up. They've pressed charges against them. Let the let it play out. Right. Yes. If if the if the shooting was in malice or out of whatever, uh, you know, not in self-defense, not for any reason at all. It's murder,
2: and they're going to pay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there is a way to take care of the race problem before it ever gets to this point, and that is you put your money where your mouth is, first of all, and you do it through HR. Now, that is where I worked for a long time, human resources. Right. Okay? You, You beef up the staff. And you have them scanning everybody's social media. You have them giving assessment tests. You you listen. You go sit in the lunch room. You go stand by the by the water cooler, and you damn well know who's a racist and who's your sexual harasser. Right. And you get rid of them. Zero tolerance. Right. Um. There's going to be some innocent
1: people in there too, just like there was with the Me Too movement.
2: Exactly, and, and, and now people hardly date because of the Me Too movement.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: I, I, I mean, it has really destroyed dating and human sexuality.
0: I'm going to say that, and I don't know what the percentage would be, but nationwide, almost everyone has a friend, varying how close they are, that's a police officer or a sheriff or a highway patrolman or whatever in law enforcement let's say. Kill sure. Alright, if I would say that probably 99.9 percent you could ask that person straight out is he a racist or is he not a racist? Exactly. And there would be a de- definite answer every time. No he is not or Yeah. Which is is how they handle it in the
2: FBI and have for years.
0: And that's the way it should be handled. No one wants the
2: one percent to control the other 99. You know if you go into the federal government, FBI, and say you have one of the confirmed positions by the president that you go by you go through checks periodically and those checks can often go six degrees Meaning you can, they will come and they will talk to your neighbors. They will talk to your third cousin, you know, twice removed. They will talk to anybody and they will follow the leads each person give them. They know if there's a racist, they know if there's a bigot, they know if there's a psychiatric problem. Right. Why can't we do this in police departments? Why can't, you know, this should be done on the private sector. Yeah, Why would you want that kind of liability if you're a, a company owner or a CEO?
1: Well, I think uh, certain protection was there for the police in the past, and that's got to be removed. they got to act like good citizens. And, exactly. And let's face it, 1% of them are probably dicks.
2: Oh, absolutely. There's 1% of them that are dicks pretty much everywhere I go.
1: Right. Yeah, and I absolutely. seem to find that 1% really easily. I,
0: yeah,
2: well, I do too. But we are overreacting when, the, when we are in a world of technology, social media, assessment tests. Right. Okay. I don't care if you got to call everybody in every month for an assessment test
3: right.
1: and a
2: little interview.
3: Yeah.
1: Do
2: it. Do not let these people get out there and hurt other people.
1: I think what uh, the world has um, started to do, which is a major no-no. Um, I know from you know running large teams in, in, um, in the corporate world that basically, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Hang on one sec. I got nothing.
2: But anyway, you know, the, the fact is that if you go to a zero tolerance, like the schools did, and, and for the most part, it worked. Right. And then somebody mm. said, well, I don't like that. And guess what happened? And they pulled back from it and some more kids got killed.
1: Well, what people are doing right now is a knee-jerk reaction. And in the corporate world, you know that when something happens, you've got to really think about it before you Absolutely. make any big decisions. And what's happening right now is knee-jerk reactions. Somebody uh, attacked the brand Aunt Jemima yesterday, and all of a sudden Uncle Ben's and the rest of them are, are no
2: longer. Yeah, and, that, and that's horrible. I will tell you this. Last week, we put up a video um, of um, chicken salad. Right. And we labeled it uh, Russian collusion chicken salad. <laughs> we lost, um, it had half the viewers of the others. And so then I go, okay, good thing you can edit in Facebook, right? Right. Should we take out the word collusion? Back to normal. <laughs> Scares the hell out of people. And you know what? That wasn't partisan. It was just funny. Right. It, and it certainly said, well, wasn't racial. Right. And by people are scared to death to be seen, they're, they're afraid that right. it's going to be misinterpreted. That's why I said, I keep going back to the statement, unlikely and imagined fearful thoughts.
1: Right. And what's happened we, recently- is a lot of people have said on social media, well, all lives matter. All of a sudden, they started getting attacked as a racist because they didn't put the color black in front of that statement. And sure. if, if you're the racist or, or protesting racism and you're picking, you have to put a color in front of that statement... Then you're the racist.
2: You are the racist. And there's a lot of reverse ra- ra- racism going on. There's a lot of cultural issues. You know, racism is our only problem right now. Um, you know, we have um, issues with religion. I mean, persecution, religious persecution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and just downright cultural differences. You talked about your white Ukrainian family having a meal at a restaurant. Right. And someone saying something about you weird Ukrainians or something.
3: Yeah,
1: Ukrainians, Um, they think differently. Oh,
2: they think differently. Yeah, (laughs) okay. And I hope to God they do. But (laughs) nevertheless, how is that different than color racism? Yeah, why are not. we treating that differently? It, why are we treating persecuted Christians, Jews, Muslims, and you know, whoever else is getting persecuted? People with
0: disabilities.
2: Oh yeah, why? You know, our topic kind of of the day, mental health. You
0: right. know,
2: and and that kind of persecution when things can be totally um, controlled, and and most diseases. Are not what the mass public is sitting around being fearful about because they have this imagined fearful thoughts. Right. Okay. And that's why I say we have absolutely breeded an OCD nation, possibly even a world.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a fueled a lot by social media because when you have two seconds on your own, what do you do? You pick up your phone and you jump on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And you're and absorbing obsessed. more. You're back into the, well, some are calling it a modern civil war.
2: Exactly. And, uh, you know, okay, let's let's talk a little bit about our OCD behavior as it pertains to COVID-19. Right. I mean, seriously, it's bad. I don't know what would have happened if we hadn't shut the country down. And like I said, in our own personal lives, that was the best thing to ever happen. But it wasn't about COVID nineteen. Right. It wasn't shutting it down the economy. We just knew, we just had a vacation. Right. Which was great. But did we all of a sudden become Howard Hughes germaphobes? Right. And get ridiculous? I don't know. I don't really have the answer to that. But I wonder if we're being too fearful.
0: It almost scares me sometimes that the, uh, Grace and I talk about this all the time, how you can uh, manufacture or get the um, spirit going by thinking about it all the time. So, like, if you think COVID-19's oh, yeah. bad, or the germs you are bad. start obsessing about it. Yeah, and start obsessing. God knows that you could almost bring it upon yourself.
2: Yeah. I, right. I don't well, know, but. You know that, you know, there's, there's a lot of thought, belief behind the fact that you can manifest things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. By thinking I about it.
2: And so, when we get all crazy about the COVID-19 thing, and, um, right now it's increasing. They're talking it could reach the point we have to shut down again.
1: Right. Well,
2: I don't think that's a good idea.
1: I don't think the shutdown should have ever happen because we'd be right over the hump by now, and it things could. would have continued as normal.
2: Exactly. You are exactly right. It
0: almost seems like we don't let common sense rule like it used to. Let's use some common sense, and maybe I'm too old-fashioned, but it's just like everything. There's got to be a way to work it out. There's got to be, And, and making a rash decision usually is wrong. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's probably, I don't know the percentage, but I bet it's very high, but if you will rationally think about it, there are brilliant minds out there. And there's lots of differences of opinion that it I am of the belief that
2: you can work it out. You can well, figure it out. Make decisions, you're right under duress. They're usually wrong. They tell you, like, for example, if you we talked about this last night, if you lose a spouse, do not make big life changes for one year. Right. Because you are making a decision not in the right mind. To Just knee like jerk, we run out and we defund all the police departments. We are making decisions under duress. Right.
1: Any manager yeah. knows to not knee jerk. Don't exactly. Don't
2: react. Exactly. And I believe we knee jerked a bit on COVID nineteen.
1: Absolutely.
2: We definitely did somewhat on the Me Too movement. Not that these people don't deserve this, and if somebody treats you like that, you should. But we made it a media spectacle. We started turning everything into sexual harassment that wasn't, and that's wrong. Right. It's absolutely wrong. Um, We've done some of the same things about immigration and immigrants. You know, um, I I personally believe that you cannot take DACA status away from DACA recipients. Right. Um, I know yeah. that President Trump got um, kind of knocked down for that in the Supreme Court today or yesterday. I believe that was a wrong decision. I believe you give them a pathway. Those kids came here by no fault of their own.
1: Yeah. And I agree. You know
2: what? We can't control what influences us, what we learn as children. That's the same with racism and cultural and religious idealism that we're talking about right now. You know, we need to have programs for deprogramming people that were raised in racially tense homes. Right. Because a lot of behavior is learned behavior, but by gosh, it can be unlearned just as easily as it can be learned. Right. And so these these are things we we really have to think about, and um, immigration is definitely on the table. Like we said before, religion, and and just cultural differences. But we can't be so timid about it that we can't that I can't celebrate Cinco de Mayo because I'm not Hispanic.
3: Right, right.
2: Or I can't say, do you want to have some of my Mexican salad. If you're I mean, not
1: Mexican, people yeah. are,
2: you know, they're like insulted. Yeah. I, I mean, next thing I know, I can't do the salsa dance.
1: Yeah, the world has become very fragile as far as emotions and feelings yes, go. Yes,
2: and much too emotional. Um, there is a therapist out there that is making boatloads of money because he is saying, I am not going to give you therapy um, in a way that gives a damn about how you feel. I'm just going to tell you how to fix your problem. Right. We're going to throw feelings out the window. There's a, the same therapist says, do not give your idea the idea to your children that they're supposed to be happy.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, in fact, I think Jordan Peterson also says that. Right. Who yeah, is one exactly. of our favorites. Um. He says, you know, don't tell your kids that. Right. You know, there will be a certain part of, of satisfaction that comes with being emotionally healthy people. Right. Happiness.
1: Happiness is up to the person themselves to create.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But kids are running around these days believing that they deserve happiness. They should have happiness. And if they didn't, parents are the cause. Right. Uh, Jordan Peterson talks a lot about that. Catch one of his videos on YouTube. Um, if you can find them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we found a few lately. Yeah. You might yeah, we've actually listened to quite a few lately. So you, your YouTube channel might be getting all censored so, yeah, up there.
1: Well, oh, definitely. Are, are it happens, I think. Like yeah, that. the Trudeau's government is censoring for what sure. we get, for sure. But we, we have ways around it. We have ways. <laughs> good,
2: good. You know, um, and, and here's the thing. Now, Domino's the other day in certain neighborhoods started taking meat and... Meat off the menu because it was insulting the vegetarians in oh the neighborhood. And and they're looking into getting rid of cheese because dairy products come from cows too.
1: Yeah, and we'll see how long those restaurants last.
2: Well, I will tell you I'm dairy intolerant and what? I'm wheat intolerant. I don't expect anybody to take it off the shelves.
1: Absolutely. Right.
2: I don't expect you up there in Canada to quit drinking milk because I got a problem.
1: Right which is basically the leftist mentality right now.
2: It is, and it's ridiculous. It's, it, it, it's, it's like I said, OCD.
0: Yeah. It's that,
2: obsessive-compulsive.
0: And that also gets back to the point where every person ought to make that decision for themselves, not having someone else make that decision Isn't for them. is
2: that me. what this country is supposed to be about?
0: Yes. Everybody's supposed to. You know, I don't care what kind of store it is. If it's a liquor store, a porn store, a place that sells cigarettes, a place that sells perfume, it doesn't really matter. As I walk down the sidewalk, there is nobody that points a gun at my head and says, "You've got to go in there."
2: <laughs> yeah. You got to go into that porn shop.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, now, I, I will admit. Maybe the liquor stores, you know, I get, that, I get that gravitational pull. But, but there is, that, this, these people, you know, when the first thing I remember being controversial was at one of the theaters here in Springfield when they decided to show a movie that was, gosh, it was really bad. It was something like Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf or something so... Minute, it wasn't anything bad at all, but all the religious people in Springfield acted like that we had turned into the capital of hell.
2: <laughs> and
0: I don't remember anybody grabbing people and putting them in that theater and saying, You must go see this movie You know? And and so you just like we were talking earlier, that common sense override a bunch of this stuff let's use our brains and not our feelings and And, and use
2: the system system, you know I mean the -hmm. fact that politicians are somewhat fueling some of these um, these gatherings I certainly don't have a problem with people protesting but riots are not protesting right but also are we failing to actually get something done because we're so busy doing this Absolutely. I mean, mean, why aren't we sitting around making new laws? Why aren't we hiring new HR people that can detect racists? Why aren't we doing something? I mean, when you're standing out at a protest or a riot, I think you have to ask yourself, is this threat real? Is this threat immediately? And can I do anything about it right now? Right. Okay. And if, if the answer is no to those, You need to start going about it in a way that really gets something done. I agree. Go back to your small business and make sure you get rid of the bigots or retrain everybody. You know, there are people that have been, you know, educated in families and religious groups that are racist, bigots and anti-everything. You know, let's try to retrain those people. Just like we don't have a problem taking care of drug addicts. Yeah. Let's take care of bigots and racists.
1: Totally agree there.
2: You know, it's, um, you know, and this end of times mentality. Every time something goes wrong, you know, we're we're destroyed as a nation. We're destroyed as the world.
1: Yeah, it's a little over the
2: top. It's going over the top. Um, you know, just like with COVID-19, like I said in the beginning of this episode, they decided to send everybody home so nobody gets hurt. How OCD is that? <laughs> you know, and we heard Good all point. of this, you know, certain people are bad, even deplorable. Right. A basket of deplorable. we are just pouring everybody in all sorts of baskets, and I just built my water, but... <laughs> anyway that's got to stop it's got to stop everybody's having a cow that's what we say down here in the hills over this Tulsa rally that Trump's having and granted I'm kind of afraid for him to have it not because of COVID-19 but the backlash he'll get right if anyone gets COVID-19 now I, I would have loved to have seen it at a fairgrounds or something outside um, but already the cases of COVID-19 are going up in Oklahoma, so I'm a little nervous about it, but I will tell you, the hammer has a, cake, a take on this. Here's okay. what he thinks Trump's strategy is, and, and we do know that Trump always has a strategy.
0: Yeah, I think that this is to get Uncle Joe out of his quarantine in his basement. <laughs> because we all know if Joe gets out of there and starts talking about anything, he's done. <laughs> he is not. Because he cannot keep a thought, you know, he's like your crazy uncle that you know. Well,
2: yeah, that's true. That,
0: that, that the more he talks, the worse it gets. The <laughs> gaffer. Yes, he's, a, he's the king of the gaffers, and I, I kind of feel yeah. sorry for him, because I, I think he's actually, as far as being a human, he's a probably a he's a good
2: guy. He's an uh, uncle. He's an yeah. uncle, Joe. But
0: I sure as hell don't want my country in his hands. And what scares me even more is it's just like the the movie Dave, where he gets sick and they send in the guy, but actually. The staff is try- is running the country and trying to make all the moves. And it that's a scary thought.
2: That's what you'll get with that. That's
0: what you'll get with him. And I'm not for sure that it wasn't that way with the Obama administration, who was actually in charge. Was it Susan Rice? Was it Valerie Michelle? Jarrett. Was it Valerie Jarrett? Yeah. Which one of those was actually in charge? The Clintons? I you mean, can't tell me they purely, didn't have a, their finger in the pie.
2: Obama was a ham, but the, it seemed like a lot of sense he was being fueled by the background. I agree with you.
0: So anyway, I would, um, I, I think that Trump's. Got, I think that's a strategy. That's just my opinion. I have nothing that that uh, proves that, except that I think the more they just want Joe to open his mouth. And the more, the things they can do to incite him, because they're gonna to have to say something that he'll screw up, and then they can pound on him again, and I think it's, I, I hope that there's no bad problems, and so if it that's the way it is, then it's very good strategy.
1: I think it's only just a matter of time before he sniffs another little girl's head.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> and then people are gonna
1: be creeped again. You know. Which really brings to question: This is the guy that's going to bring Trump down, really?
2: Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah mean, I do. Yeah, it, you know, Trump somehow wins. I, I mean, I and mean, and his whole life it's been like that. And, and Joe somehow just stays in the middle.
1: In in a country of three hundred million, it's him. Seriously. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. We
2: couldn't do any better than that, I don't know. What's going on up there? Well,
1: uh, we've got some uh, great news uh, because after giving billions and billions of Canadian taxpayer money to the U- United Nations um, with hopes of securing a U.N. seat, uh, Trudeau was denied yesterday, so... Uh, <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, maybe the the spending taxpayer money and giving it away to the U.N. days are over, we're hoping.
2: <laughs> and who did you say voted him down? Uh, India. India. Yeah, yeah they're India the nicest people going. in the world.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, if you remember a couple years ago, he showed up there for his one-week visit, and he was dressing like them and doing all this freaky photo op stuff that was just absolutely embarrassing. So
2: I I agree with the hammer. Didn't she say he needs to he needs to talk to guru?
0: Yeah, he needs to talk to guru, one of the uh, people that we watch on uh, YouTube that's that's uh, a guru. A guru, pretty smart old guy, and uh, he would say, that guy's got problems. Yeah. <laughs> let me set
2: you straight. <laughs> Sit down and let me talk to you. Yeah. Let's
0: um, have a long talk yeah, there. At some yeah. Well,
1: um. I, <laughs> well, I have to say, I totally agree with you there.
2: Yeah. And we don't always <laughs> agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember to stay tuned to his and hers also. Um, have a great week, and thanks for listening.
1: Godspeed, you two. Thanks for listening, everyone.
2: See ya.